This episode is sponsored by Atlantibus Clothing. Our Atlantibus, Drug Lord, and Return of the Viper collections are all available for purchase. For being a loyal listener, we'd like to offer you 10% off your order today. While listening, head to AtlantibusClothing.com and use promo code CASHCOLORCANNABIS at checkout to save 10% off. Shop now. Cash Color Cannabis, a higher level of conversation. Um, today, again, we're not at Live Hip Hop Daily Studios. We're at Urban Grow Media Studios, a.k.a. my house. And um, I have a great guest online, man. Actually, somebody who you're going to get to see in person very soon at our Atlanta City Market event. And that's Will Tarleton with Canvas Supply Company. Will, how are you doing today? Good, man. Glad to be with you today. And um, yeah, looking forward to our event here at the end of the month. Yeah, man. Hey, well, first off, how's the weather down there in Tennessee? Have you been getting the, the, the mix of everything that we've been getting up here in Atlanta? We have been getting a little bit today is bright and sunny, beautiful spring day. Um, I've been uh, I'm used to being out in the field with my boots dirty. But uh, the last year or so I've been in the behind the desk and helping build out this uh, our, our company here canvas so uh i get a little itchy feet and just got to run outside real quick every now and then to breathe some fresh air but yeah yeah it's beautiful here good weather so far had a lot of rain but things are good crops are growing great great man that's always good to know man so um thank you again for being a guest today um there's so much to discuss about canvas from exactly what exactly you do to the fact that we actually have you as a sponsor of the cash color canvas podcast this month and a guest on atlanta city market but I guess the first question I want to ask is, who are who is Will Tarleton? Tarleton, excuse me. And what is and what is your role here at Canvas? Yes, yeah, so so I'm born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, been in and around the industry since the early 2000s. Of was fortunate enough to uh, have some family out in Northern California, and during the good old 215 days. So uh, when I went out. Uh, there and kind of saw what was happening out there and uh, fast forward uh, eventually moved out there um, after college back well in between high school and college went back and forth a bit and then uh, finally moved out there and and got exposed to the industry a little bit more in depth out there and then um, and then worked my way up to Oregon a little bit and that's when I kind of saw this really cool uh, conversion of um cannabis production, legal cannabis production on and with small organic vegetable producers and seeing how rural economies were existing and being able to offset uh, the farms were being able to offset a lot of their labor costs and infrastructure needs by also having licensed uh, cannabis cultivation. So kind of saw that happening. And then the uh, this was, you know, 2010-ish um, that then I kind of saw, you know, Colorado, Michigan, other uh, states were beginning to get cannabis legalization going across the country. So figured I'd move back here and uh, back home to Tennessee and see if I could be a part of whatever was on its way. And then about 2015, um, uh, Tennessee was able to adopt an industrial hemp um, program that ends up being probably one of the better ones in the country at this point and did a lot of work with our uh, trade associations and legislation and policy and working with the Tennessee Department of Agriculture and just being involved uh, as a voice for the for the agriculture and, and commerce of the state. 
time I was also doing biodynamic and organic vegetable production. So just figuring out ways to incorporate this crop into our uh, agriculture uh, scene here for small farms. Um, there was about 50 of us at that time. And now there's, you know, I think 2018, we had about 4,000 growers and then down to about 400 2019 and, you know, down to just a few hundred at this point. Um, so grew up in, in Bellevue right outside of Nashville in a cul-de-sac uh, across the street from a farm. So it was sort of this urban or suburban rural um, uh, area of Nashville and um, then just slowly became more exposed to um, uh, agriculture, especially when I went to college in Asheville, North Carolina at Warren Wilson College up there and um, saw just found my place and being outside and being with plants and and uh and then of course the influence of of the family out in california and rural northern california and yeah it was just a scene i, I really like to adopt and and try to find a good harmony with that's cool man you know i went to school in north carolina myself i went to uh, johnson c smith in charlotte and I've always heard good things about Asheville, especially from my weed smoking friends who live in North Carolina. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they yes. tell me go to Asheville. Asheville has some amazing growers up there. They do, they do. And and I went to a small liberal arts school up there that had a, a working farm. It was actually a working college, so every student worked fifteen hours a, a week helping run the college. So I did everything from cleaning carpets to uh, electrical crew to building. They had auto mechanic, they had a working farm. So of course uh, that was happening. And then, you know, you had students who were running HVAC and, um, and electrical work. So it was, it was pretty cool experience out there, small school, but a lot of good growers, a lot of good friends that became sustainable ag, um, uh, you know, went into sustainable agriculture and now are still in farming, which is great. That's crazy. You talk about work study. Um, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about um, um, Canvas. How did you find how did you find yourself with Canvas Supply Company? And I guess how did the business overall come come to life? Yeah. So uh, 2015, um, I had a, a company that I had called Tennessee Grown, uh, which is still sort of in the ethos now, but mostly focusing on Canvas. But uh, I ran Tennessee Grown with another partner for a few years, and then. Um, 2018, 2019, uh, the hemp industry just took a lot of big hits with, uh, oversaturation in the market and, uh, just, uh, you know, it's always a moving target in, in the hemp world and, and in the cannabis world. Um, so, um, at that time in 2018, we were doing really well with equipment and supply sales and, there was a lot of need for educating our growers and our consumers here in the South. And so myself and one of, and my wife who has a, another brand called Yuyo Botanics, she started around that time period, 2016, they do mostly tinctures. Um, and then uh, one of my now, both of our current partners, Destiny, uh, who helped with uh, procuring good genetics for the South. So we started out just kind of in my house, creating this, this company, Tennessee Grown, and then that evolved to uh, meeting another couple, uh, Devin and Pablo, who are my other partners now. Um, and each, so there's five of us in the company, 
and myself, my wife, uh, Destiny and uh, Devin and Pablo. And each one of us sort of played a really significant, you know, good role in, um, in building out what we needed to really uh, fulfill the supply chain needs of our regional industry here with hemp. So everything from selling hemp genetics and seeds to selling soil and nutrients and equipment and supplies for cultivation. Um, last year, we put together a 72 page workbook for growers and people interested in getting involved in the industry. That was sort of a holistic approach to here's all the questions you need to ask yourself before jumping into this. Is this the right part of the industry for you to jump into, whether it be retail or grow or uh, sales or whatever. Um, and so the five of us eventually created a uh, canvas and went through um, a round of some funding from some uh, close friends and family here in, in Tennessee uh, to kind of help us get us started and did that successfully. And last two last year or so especially you know covid times um and the shift in the industry from the biomass production to high quality flour to real smokable grade flour and then uh creating products for retailers and wholesale and distribution um so we've evolved quite a bit in the last year um but each one of us has come from the industry uh, a lot of us cutting our, our teeth actually in Northern California and the California scene. So we brought what we learned and what we really enjoyed about that and tried to bring it here to the Southeast, to Tennessee, to our area, um, and just, and try to, you know, really bump up the quality control and ways of, of, um, you know, protecting consumers and getting the right prices for the farmer and trying to really instill some of that um, ethos into, into what we were seeing. So we've come a long way in the industry. And, and once again, I've been involved with, um, uh, we've had to create our own trade associations, our own PAC groups. So we have a political action committee called the Tennessee Growers Coalition, which does a, a lot of really great work on the legislative side. And then also uh, we used to have a trade association called the Tennessee Hemp Industries Association, which was the first state chapter of the National Hemp Industries Association that has since disbanded. And that organization has now turned into the Hemp Alliance of Tennessee. So um, I know that was a lot of <laughs> a lot of different information there. But so that's kind of what we are, who Canvas is, really trying to just push the envelope and be a part of the industry in the South and, and all over, really, um, for just alignment, uh, vertical alignment with a lot of great people who are out here, um, you know, and at the end of the day, um, trying to get access, affordable access and access to this plant uh, for the people and, and uh, create a really... Uh, great industry that is way overdue to really being let go. You know, the thing about Canvas that I was, I, I admired initially when I started learning about it is how many hats the company actually holds, you know, from processing to distribution to cultivation. Um, it's a one-stop shop, basically. Um, how, how hard is it to maintain that kind of process, that kind of, um, that kind of operation though? You know, you are holding many hats. There's all, there's many, there's many different, uh, um, um, there's many different um, just things just going on. Like, is that a difficult operation for y'all to constantly run the fact that you do all those, all those many things? Yeah. I mean, 
you know, as yourself, as you know, yourself, entrepreneurship, it's, it's what you do. It's 24, seven, 365. And it's something that we love and we can create our own schedule around and, and, and really, you know, the big risk in that nothing against getting a regular nine to five, but, um, we've all, we all have that, um, we're, we're all on that same page. And so we know that it's, you know, and a lot of us have not been in corporate nine to five situations. We actually all come from very entrepreneur backgrounds. And um, so we know that we have to wear those hats. And, you know, like we, like I said, starting off our, our company um, evolved from, okay, there is no supply chain here. So now we have to create all of it. Now we have to know how to read a certificate of analysis. Now I need to understand the science behind what I'm explaining, what cannabinoids are in, in your endocannabinoid system. And what is Delta eight? What is, what is, uh, you know, what are all these new things? What's CBG? What's caviar? What's moon rocks? Um, and then, you know, Oh, you know, uh, you know, also on the growing side, you know, soil health and plant health and how to look for that. So, um, and then also just being able to make deals and, 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 and understand, um, how to put it all on paper and make it legit and have contracts. So we've, you know, it has been a difficult process and we all have, uh, we're a group of five. So we have different personalities and over the year, um, over the last year, we've, we've done a lot of work, um, just with ourselves and our own communication and understanding of each other and, and knowing that our ultimate goal, um, you know, we're still aligned on our values. We still share, you know, the vision that we want to see and, um, and we just push it forward. I mean, for me, the last 10 years, I've been outside, uh, to work, um, farming and growing and, and traveling. And now last year, I've pretty much been behind an office, uh, behind a desk where, um, you know, it's not ideal, but I know it's going to bring my company to the next stage yeah. that it needs to be to really build up a very solid back end of the company that can scale overnight if it needs to. And, you know, I think I, my word count per minute is up significantly <laughs> <laughs> and I know how to run, you know, uh, Google sheets and Google docs and spreadsheets and all that fun stuff that, uh, I did a lot of in college, but, uh, didn't have to do for a while. So, you know, I'm, I'm bringing on new skill sets and it's valuable and I'm understanding, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's, uh, being able to also um, be exposed to some more of the high finance, high level um, uh, view of uh, industry and of, you know, what it really takes to be able to get your brand out there, market yourself, connect with other people, know when to get a quick no, know when to you know, not waste your time <laughs> on this or that. But at the same time, you know, we're here really to, to try to help people and engage with the community about uh, the importance of the access of this plant and, yeah. and, it, and its ability to have an industry, especially in the South. Yep. You also have some amazing in-house products. Now, I mean, I had mentioned before we even got started how one of the conversations I've been having a lot of is about your caviar, your caviar Delta 8. Um, let's talk about some of your products. Um, first off, let's talk about that one. 
the caviar delta eight product um one explain to us what that is because it seems to me like it's, it's a version of moon rocks but two yes. why is there such a demand for delta eight right now where people are now clamoring and trying to see what this delta eight effect is like yes yeah, so uh so our caviars you know we just call it cbd caviar or delta eight caviar what you have is um a lot of our flour most of our the majority of our flour um is going to be uh, greenhouse or indoor grown um or you know we have a, a actually destiny is one of our main procurement uh leads so she goes out to the farms whether they're here in tennessee or out in oregon or some of the other better places that are known for growing you know uh high-end quality cannabis um by people who know how to grow high-end quality cannabis mm -hmm. and so we source that first of all and then um what we do is it's basically rolled in a distillate and then usually coated with a keef. CBG keef is usually what we'll use. Sometimes they'll, um, we'll have cannabis derived terpenes that will add to it or, ter or cannabis botanical blends that will add to it if, uh, if customers want that. So it's a, it's a unique um, experience and form of consumption. Um, and you know, some people really like it. It's, it's not really on my top of my list of, of things that I uh, uh, prefer, but I know a lot of people do. And it's, um, it's effects are a little more, uh, you know, you're just getting a little more concentration on that flower. So it's a product that you would either uh, uh, crumble up and roll up or put on top of a, a bowl, a smoking apparatus, whatever it may be. And you're getting a lot of different flavors and taste and uh, just a different experience with the product. You know, in another conversation I've, I've had with some of my uh, some of my audience are the pre-rolls you have, the lifters, the drifters and the shifters. Uh, explain the difference between the, the, the three, like what, what separates yeah. the, the three? Yes. Yeah, so um, the shifters, I'll start out there. All of our shifter products are going to be our Delta eight for that good shift. Um, and the drifters are going to be, uh, for instance, we have a real lavender flower and uh, Kush, CBD Kush flower blend. All of our pre-rolls are uh, formulated in a way of how the, the ratios of the blend, so certain percentage of lavender to the certain percentage of uh, the hemp cannabis flower. And then, um, so our drifters are going to be like that nighttime chill mode product and then our lifters are usually our cbd and cbg uh, products and pre-rolls that uh, the cbg seems to have a little more of an uplifting uh, effect to it and then of course our delta eight is our shifters so that's how we kind of break down our products and and uh, you know as part of our marketing what's your favorite product oh boy i mean i'm always a, a flower guy um so I like, it's been really cool to just see how, how amazing the genetics have come in the last five years. And so, you know, I enjoy just smoking just straight flour. Um, but then our gummies, our Delta 8 gummies are vegan and organic 30 milligram gummies of Delta 8. And those are great. Uh, they taste good. They hit just right. And um, we're getting a lot of good compliments and feedback on those. And then of course our, uh, we do have a Delta eight vape that we, that we do as well that are, that are really nice. Yeah. So, the vape products are another thing as well. Um, speak to us about the vape products. I know that's one of your more popular things. 
Yeah. So, uh, the vapes are good. 900 milligram. Uh, and then we do right now we have a, a good hybrid cannabis and botanical blend, uh, for the terpene profile, usually, uh, eight to 10% on those. Um, and we have eight to 10 different flavors. Um, I know Georgia's had a little bit of a, a go in the last month or so on the Delta eight, uh, stuff, yeah. uh, in the state. So, um, and I'm happy to talk about that in a little bit more detail, but our, our Delta eight vapes are, are great. They're good. And it's a, a, you know, there was sort of this vape crisis a year or two ago and it seemed like things really slowed down there, but um, you know, we, we do full panel test testing on all of our products. So that would include pesticides, heavy metals, residual solvents, terpenes, cannabinoid profile, and, you know, we, we double check and recheck our batches to make sure that they are compliant, um, even though there are not um, any real standards set for hemp products at this time. But we go off of what we know, which is California standards or Oregon or Colorado or places that have had a lot more history and experience with knowing what the uh, levels should or shouldn't be at for that. <clears throat> Awesome, man. And, and CBG is another is another hot topic that's in the in the in the conversation right now as well. Um, for those who don't know what CBG is, can you speak a little bit about that and why that's something that again is is become a, a topic amongst um, consumers? Yeah, so cannabigerol is uh, what CBG is the acronym for, and uh, so in um, in the development of cannabinoids in the plant. A lot of the uh, there there are precursor molecules. Um, CBG is one of them. So as the plant grows and uh, matures and begins to develop uh, the 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 resin glands and the trichomes and the oils uh, that are produced or the cannabinoids that are produced, which are actually a response for um, its own protection in a way. So as the plant gets stressed, it releases more cannabinoids to almost protect itself. Um, so CBG is this main, um, there's different forms. So there's CBGA, which would be the acid form. So in the plant, and that usually converts to CBC and then goes into CBD and THC. So uh, CBG has now um, been isolated in the um, genetic um, creation of new um, cultivars or varieties of hemp or cannabis, where now the new varieties are able to produce a lot higher amounts of the CBG than the CBD or the THC. So there's, um, there's some really amazing breeder breeding going on right now. And um, so CBG is just a different type of cannabinoid that, like I said before, is a little more uplifting and has, um, uh, you know, just a little more uplifting effect to it um, and can be also a good like companion to some of the other cannabinoids. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you explaining a canvas and explaining all your products to us. I can't wait for you to be able to explain some of this in person on on April 30th when you come down for Atlanta City Market. Um, In the meantime, how can somebody connect with you online and say they wanted to learn more about the brand or say if they thought they could actually do business with you? Um, What is the best way to contact you? Yes. So we're at Canvas Supply Co. on uh, IG. And then our website, which my wife does... um, 
most all of it for us and our marketing and packaging uh, design work. Uh, but that is www.canvassupplyco.com. Uh, we're out of Nashville, Tennessee. And those are really the best ways to, to plug into what we have and get a company and what we're about. Uh, I said before, we know we do a lot of our retail stuff, but my, my other focus is on the agriculture um, supplies and equipment to cultivators. So, um, and we do a workbook and a lot of education stuff for folks there too. So we try to be pretty well rounded and I'm excited about this year for things like your event on April 30th um, to begin again, because we love throwing events. We love hanging with people like a lot of us and get out and chill and enjoy this plant together. Yeah. Hey, well, you're going to enjoy some good people on yes, April 30th. Yes. I can promise you yeah, that. I'm excited. Will, thank you so much for your time today, man. I thank you for again, explaining to us what Canvas is and some of the amazing things that you do and provide as far as for customers and for customers and for, for people who want to partner with you. I thank you very much for coming on today. Yeah. Thank you, Mecca. I really appreciate your time and look forward to our event on the 30th. Yes, sir, man. That's what I need, man. Cash Color Camp is a high level of conversation. We are out. Peace.